When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Nat and Karima. Just the two of us today. I don't think we've ever done this yet. No, I think this is a first. No boys allowed, but we got the curly hair crew. Um, (laughs) So Karima, you know, let's have a little fun tonight. Um, The Dubs played Milwaukee tonight and they did lose, but let's actually start with last night because they played Chicago and they won Um, and that was a pretty good game Um, defense has still been like not that great but it was a little better Um, I did actually agree with Steve Kerr a little bit in his post game yesterday after the Bulls game where he was just like I didn't really think that we like played like that badly they were just sort of like hitting everything Um, and I agree like they just Kobe lights out. Yeah. I just need to like chill. Okay. Um, They were were making like every shot. And yes, the defense could have been better, but it was also like, all right, like they're just literally hitting every shot they're shooting. Um, So they were down a little bit, like, you know, coming back after halftime and they, they took the lead over and then they built a lead. And, you know, it's just based on this year, you get a little nervous now with them having a lead. (laughs) And there was a point in time that the Bulls went on a run and it was feeling like, are they going to do this again? <laughs> and then it was like, no, it is not happening again. And um, Stephen Curry came alive um, and and closed it out for them like he needs to. The Splash Bros, really, they both handled yeah. business and closed it out for the squad. Um, Clay was pretty good most of the game, but Steph really didn't come alive until that fourth. Um, the bench continues to show up. Kaminga was very good last night and tonight versus the Bucks. Um, Andrew Wiggins had a really good game, uh, last game. He was decent tonight, but I don't think he was good enough that he should have been on the floor closing tonight over Jonathan Kaminga, but we'll get to Very that. true. Right. So, um, all in all, in a night where Steph doesn't play, well, that came as a surprise to, I, I don't think, I don't think rational people were upset that he was resting tonight, but surprise, cause we didn't really have any inkling that this was coming. It just sort of dropped like a few hours before the game, um, that he wasn't playing. I actually thought Stephanie did rest for a while. Uh, and I had been thinking it actually should have came during the homestand. They seem to have an aversion to resting during the homestand, like when they're at home. And I actually think they should rest more at home than when they're on the road because those cities don't get to see the team right. as much, but they don't. And I, I really thought 
one of those games, I can't remember which one, the one that started early in the week last week, 830. Which which game was that? It was a national team game. Right? Yeah, I, I think that was the Pelicans. Pelicans. Is that the yeah. 530 game? Yeah, 830 for us on the East Coast. Like, because yeah. whatever the games where they played before that, Steph already then was looking. And it was like, I think there was like, let me look at the schedule, because I think there was like a couple of nights off. And I'm like, they really should just rest him for that game versus the Pelicans. You know, I always think, although it's it's very weird how things have reversed from last year, because it's usually like um, this year they seem to be playing better on the road than at home. But I bring this up to say, because they they had the, the loss to Toronto, which wasn't great. Um, and they could have rested him then because they did Denver, which was an L, but it was close. Well, Denver, Denver was just that deflating game, right? Yeah. And so yeah. they came back, they had to do Detroit. So I really think they could have like rested Sunday, but they didn't. But I was like, well, what they should have, I really thought the game they should have rested him first was the Pelicans because there was after Toronto, there was two nights off. And then if he, they would have rested the Pelicans, it would have given him four nights off just before they like went on the road. So basically he wouldn't have played the last game right. of the homestand. And I always tend to say like, you're at home, you're going to get some energy from the fans, you know? So I always sort of give them a better chance, you know, to win at home. To win it. Yeah. Um, then on the road. Yeah. Right. But they didn't do that. And so they, they took the, um, they took the night off here and I, I can't knock them. It was back to back, but um, it was a game on NBA TV and it was against the Bucks. And so I'm sure ideally everyone would have liked to seen all the stars in the game. Um, so shame on the NBA for scheduling Milwaukee on the second night of that back to back. But I was okay with Steph getting the rest. So wh- yeah. wh- what did you think about that? Well, no, I, I thought he needed it anyway. So whenever it came, it was going to be welcomed because you can see that he's he's laboring out there a lot more. And you never really saw that in him a lot of times. But as of late, it just started like, dude is tired, you know? So whenever it came, it's fine. It's like, get get your rest because our ultimate goal is to be refreshed and ready to go for playoffs so get your rest when you can because again we are going to need him for the long haul so right well they have two more games on this road trip um from here on it's every other night and it's interesting because so next week they have a game every other night they have memphis who's pretty depleted they're gonna play the jazz who can be formidable? Oh yeah, the Jazz um, have been playing well. They're on like a twelve-game win streak. So yeah, and then they have Dallas again, and then after Dallas, they have four nights off. It's so weird. They have four nights <laughs> off at home before they then play Atlanta and Sacramento on a back-to-back. Like, we couldn't have just had Atlanta a little bit earlier so that, like, I don't understand why a back-to-back was needed. I love the four nights rest, but then, like, it's just so bizarre to me. Yeah. That is crazy. I don't understand it. So, um, so what are they right now? Are they three games below 500 or four? 
Uh, let's check out the standings. Let's see, here we are. Okay, well, look, we're 12. We're 12, so, um, you know. <laughs> Utah's moved into 10. Yeah, I told you, they've, they've been- They're on a four-game win streak. Oh, okay. Well, 12 out of their, uh, like, last 17. That, okay. that's, that's what I should have said. Uh, sorry okay. about that. But uh, yeah, so look, we're not we're not too far off. We're a game and a half uh, out of the tenth seed, so we're we're right there, right there to be. I'm not overly <laughs> worried about that. I'm just trying to see like how many games they're like falling below five hundred. You know, because um, uh, they gotta eventually surpass. Plus, it's like okay, the Mavericks lost He's tonight. In, yeah. So they're going to flip Mavericks are going to come back down into seventh place and the Pelicans will go ahead of them. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I just feel like they want to stay within distance of the six seed and then try to get in one of those, the, you know, the six seed is about, we're five games, five Six, games. I think now. Oh, with um, yeah, because the are already updated. Ha- they're only going to have sixteen losses. They won tonight, so they'll have sixteen losses, and Dallas will will drop to twenty three and seventeen. Okay, copy that. Yeah, so I mean, you just don't want to fall too far behind but i mean they're likely not gonna get the succeed i'm just saying i like like that, we still should be shooting for that we we'd like to be yeah. in that and the kings haven't been playing that well either they so have not. i would say even the five seed arguably could end up being in play um when they kind of get everybody together but um you know, I'm not I'm not that concerned right now. They just don't want to fall too far behind. I'm a little less concerned now that Memphis is basically probably done for the year. But, you know, Utah now deciding that it wants to make itself pesky is not. Yeah. Idea. <laughs> yeah. They've been really cooking. Uh, and they're playing the uh, Lakers tonight. And the last I checked, the Lakers were up. But who's to say but i want to jump back into the uh detroit game when you spoke about the defense and everything but what i found in that game you heard detroit, them actually, like from last week? i mean the bulls my bad look same okay. difference right? uh the bulls uh you heard in that game them actually communicating on defense which we had not heard literally heard or seen prior to and there was a lot more of that, especially in the second half of the game, that I was like, this is what we're talking about. And you saw the difference. And then you saw Kobe White, he like scored what, like two points maybe? Like he was no longer hitting out of his shorts and everything. Well, like they were that. like throwing a box yeah. and one at him. And, you know, once they got him into some foul trouble, um, yeah. I think it threw him a little out of rhythm. So I thought that was good. Well, they were doing a lot of switching too, throwing the different coverages, like you said, but they were also communicating. You literally heard them talking and 
even in this game, they were talking on defense. So that that's all positive to me in, in getting us back on track, like finding our defensive identity again. So for sure, for sure. Um, I mean, I don't really feel that strongly about these two games, right? Like mm-hmm. they, cause there's so much in limbo with this team. So they got the W there were some positive signs. Um, But that's what we need. We at least need to get some wins on the road. Like we need wins, period. So the fact that we split so far, great, because that's probably what anyone would anticipate anyway going into knowing that. They honestly really need to win their next two games, to be honest. Well, they do. But I'm saying these first two Memphis is a winnable game. You're going to get back a step refreshed. And they're missing a lot of guys. Um, Yeah, Bain just went out. Yeah, Bain just, like, you know, so um, I'm not saying that they should go in there taking it lightly. There's a chance everyone could be back for that. But, like, they need to go in and beat Memphis. And um, in one of these two games, you're getting Dre back. So if you get Dre back, plus, you know, they really need to win the next two. Yeah. Well, no, I was saying initially you – already probably counted the Bucks being an L for us. So for us to already start out at the split, we're doing great. We're doing what you know right. we thought would happen. So I'm all about, hey, we're doing our job. Now let's get this next win coming up. Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that um, the Dubs were in this game um, versus the Bucks tonight without Stefan, without Dre, without Chris Paul, because they love to bring him up like he's so detrimental. Right. Um, you know, just down without Gary Payton the second, they're down a number of guys. I think the Moody, uh, I yeah. I think that a lot of people, I remember people were like, oh, they're going to lose anyway. Like before they even knew the Stefan news. And I was like, I really hate when people talk like that. It like annoys me, you know? And so, and I, I had a feeling that even with Steph being out, that the game would be close and it'd be tight because the Bucks aren't even that great this year. Like I know that they have a very good record and they're at the top of the standings, but they've lost to what Indiana times they've had some bad losses. They've been in some games they shouldn't probably be in. So I, I knew the Warriors still had a chance tonight. Um, I just think this continues to speak more about the team and the level of talent and the fact that they do have talent on the team. Um, so I don't have much to say about the game in, in those regards. Uh, but I do have something to say about Steve Kerr's um, choices. Um, in terms of, <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> you know? uh, no, I, I would say I, I do in the, in this game. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, Andrew Wiggins, um, Hmm. has been reinserted back in the starting lineup, right? And so I've seen some people saying things like, oh, so he just wasn't playing well because he didn't like being in um, the bench and blah, 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 blah. And I don't, I don't agree with that. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that, but I do think that. I think it's more important for Andrew to start than it is for Kaminga, but not because I think Kaminga doesn't deserve to be there. I think 
Kaminga can play well, whether he's with the starters or with the bench. I think Andrew does need the starters to play well. Um, so I don't know if that's what motivated Steve Kerr to put him back in the starting lineup. But I'm much more concerned about closing than starting. And in this game, Steve Kerr's desire to lean into that <laughs> again, I think, cost them because Dario with some crucial turnovers. Back to back. At that point, sold the game. <laughs> I, was like, I, just, I was like, what happened here? <laughs> Right. So um, really bad decision making. And like Kaminga was the leading scorer for tonight and just has the ability, like even with Giannis on the other side, they couldn't stop him from getting to the rim at will. They could not stop him. And again, he chose to go away from Kaminga in the closing unit. And yeah, Brandon was playing well. But again, this leash that Brandon gets where he plays no matter what and gets the minutes no matter what. Because before tonight, Brandon had not been looking that good. His shot no, wasn't no. falling, but also, like, he was getting abused a little bit by some of these opposing teams, right? And he hadn't been good. Um, and he was still playing, which I'm not mad at because I think he should be allowed to play through that. But I, I have no... I don't think there should ever be a time, honestly, where Jonathan Kaminga isn't closing. Yeah, and unless it's 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 clear, like he doesn't, he literally doesn't have it going, and it's just like, no, dude, we gotta get you out of here because you mucking it all the way up. Um, and that wasn't tonight. That was Andrew not really raising his level to to kind of like push Kaminga out of that spot, it should have been a uh, Kaminga closing. Absolutely. Um, because Andrew, Andrew really didn't have, have it like he had had it the night before. And no. I was hoping that it was going to carry over because it was just, just last night. Um, but that that didn't happen um so yeah i i think he should have closed with kaminga so that was really not the best choice to go with who he went with uh to close so yeah yeah and i was fine if dario was still gonna be in there because he still was doing some other things but i just think kaminga needed to be inserted anyway regardless and Loon? Be, why was Kevon Loon in the game? I don't, I don't know why, but I, maybe because. But what? What home. did he show? He's, he's back home. I, I don't know. He, I, he, like, he when he I saw Paz do that pass to him earlier, I'm like, he showed earlier in the game, but late, it was one of those like, wait, why are they coming back in? Like, no, oh, let's keep this this young crew kind of going because they can get into transition and keep things moving. So I was fine with Pods being in there, along with Kaminga being in there, even Lester. I was fine with Lester, I thought played really good coming off the bench, because we didn't need to see Corey. We really didn't. And, and that's why Corey, you, you really didn't see him too, too much, but he did 
make another uh, appearance that it was unfortunate, but uh, I thought Lester was holding his own and should have stayed in those spots. But yeah, Kamiga should have closed. And then you put him in, it was like, what, maybe a minute or a minute and a half to go. And then you saw the burst, you saw what was happening. But at that point, it's already, we're down too much at that point. I think we were down eight, maybe, and then it was 11. So, yeah. Yeah. But I, but I thought they came out with really good energy and... They were, I mean, the ball was humming and they were doing things. We had the lead at, at times. I just thought we, we really fought well. They did, but your man's ruined it. And I don't know why y'all continue to tell me that <laughs> he should be here. That he should continue to be here because what's going to change? So the only way that he will give people a chance to play is if they're a veteran. I mean, I, so how does that work? Yeah, because it, it you, doesn't. You it need doesn't. some young players. Yeah, as we saw, we saw a lot of them really get a lot of run tonight. And if you're never gonna go to them unless you're unless you have Forced no other choice, to, yeah. Um, if you can't look at the flow of a game and sense who needs to be in it. I just don't understand. How is he, how is that good coaching? <laughs> oh, it wasn't down the stretch. It was not. It was not. We we really needed to see Kaminga in there. Absolutely. And uh we we didn't. We saw him way too late at that point. So not just Kaminga. Loon was a big mistake. Trace should have been in the game. Yeah, that too, that too. Yeah, Loon actually kind of, but like I said, Loon played well up until it was closing. That's when it, it just got all funky. Cause then it was slow and <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, things just really got clunky at the end. It did. <laughs> I mean, that's what happened. That's what happened. Anyway, <laughs> no, because I mean, no matter what I do, I'm just perceived as a hater. But like, I don't. No, you, no, you're, you're, you're not the, to be you're defended. not the hater in this particular case. But again, he's he's not going to get let go mid-season. That's not going to happen. That's not what I'm so, asking for. But there are still people saying you know, he should be given a chance for next year. Why? I don't even know why that's a discussion right now because we've got to get through this season. We we shouldn't even be worried about next season at this point. He's already tabled, they, they have already tabled, you know, contract extension talks, just like they've tabled Clay's contract extension talks. So we should be focused on this season. That's it. We I'm not looking 
to next oh, season at this point. I oh, yeah. I, uh, yes, you are. I want to know that he is no longer going to be the coach of this team. <laughs> well, depending on, listen, depending on what kind of trades are made, who's to say? You don't know. But, but don't why know. would he become better because trades are made? Better roster for him to... To cover yes. his foolishness. No, it's not a better roster for him to mess with. This is what I, until people start admitting it, better talent to cover his fuck ups. Cause that's what you're saying. It's not because he's going to start coaching better. This is why mm -hmm. I will always bring it back to team USA. Because he had a roster full of fucking talent and the team went home this summer without a medal. Okay. Like I said, I'm not looking to to next season because we need to get through this season. So that's what I am focused on. And if they bring him back, they bring him back. If they don't, they don't. But to me, it looks like he is not going to come back. If I'm looking at it right now, it doesn't look like there is going to be an extension. I think this is probably his last hoorah with the Dubs, he probably just takes a break. But of course, he is going to be coaching the Olympic squad, and then that how will be it. Are watching this and are okay with the notion of him coming back? I don't get it. Why would you? Well, be okay because with him coming back. Well, because you you want to believe that there's going to be some coaching, his assistant coaching. Maybe there's a shakeup there. Or there's a talking to in this next contract negotiation, like, dude, this is what we're going to need from you. And if you can't get on board with what we are asking of you, then we shake hands here and we keep it moving. Okay. Those things can happen. Moses Moody could play too, but that didn't happen. I mean, we're just gonna keep he did. Now he's Oh my gosh, he's injured. Uh, I still remember you and Dustin trying to tell me. I think he sees it now. I think he gets it. I was like, oh, does he? Okay. Well, listen, I was hoping that he did. I thought he was going to, but but based on what? Based on what evidence? Well, the evidence he that he finally let the lead. So the why do y'all think something will change? Well, like I said, we That's hope, why I laugh at Steph when he says, just doing the same thing is the definition of insanity, right? But you want to yeah. keep doing the same shit. You, Steph. Whatever. Well, All I know is if Steve Kerr continues to be the coach of this team after this year, Stephen Curry is not getting any more. Because this is not a this is not a front office that is trying to overload the team with talent to cover up his shit. They're trying to they want the books to be less. They don't even want to take on money, right? So like they're trying to get shit off. So that means they're already going to be working with less. They might get stuff someone else. But what I'm saying is, it's going to take someone who's a good coach. 
And also because they don't want money on the books, that means you got to be able to work with the younger talent on the team who, by the way, can hoop. They can play. And we're not talking about people who can't. Pods, Trace, Kaminga, and Moody can all help. Yeah. We've seen it. In spurts. So, you know, trusting him to carry this out. To carry out this season, or are you saying to add right. on more seasons? I mean, well, he's going to carry out Well, you season, have to. But... Exactly. So you have to trust him to I carry this him. out. I know. I you don't. Him. I'm just saying you're going to have to put your your faith in him that he can pull this I want pull the Warriors off. to play well, and I will always root for them. I don't believe they're doing anything this year because, um, for hmm. one, if you're okay. going to if you're going to make a trade that's going to involve a key player, those teams don't win. They don't. Like that's what history tells us. So at the unless they are gonna go with the team as constructed, which none of us think that they should, right? Um, you're gonna make a key change. So whether it's to bring in, this is great. We can just like segue into to trades now, right? Whether it's to bring in um, Pascal Siakam or Jared Allen or uh, DeJounte Murray or Zach Levine or any other player, right? That's going to be a key shift. It's going to be someone who's coming, who's going to become a starter, who's coming in. It's a change. None of those guys come from teams that play like the Warriors or similar or anything like that. So there's going to be like an adjustment learning. Like, it's just a lot. You're not put, you're not bringing in a role player. You're bringing in a new main guy. So like those types of trades, typically when they're mid season, those teams don't go on to win the championship that year. It's just very, I can't even think of a time it's happened. So, um, so there's that. And then there's just, to me in general, it depends on who remains on the team. It really does. Because well, that's why we're waiting for this trade deadline to see what we have. Yeah, but I, I don't mean who remains on the team, like talent perspective, because if you have a core of any of those guys with who we have now, that's talent wise a team that can win but like if you bring if you bring pascal to the team and jonathan kaminga ends up staying and i i think every game that kaminga plays like this makes it a lot harder to trade him makes it a lot harder to give him up for a player that's a rental right so and and who's older who's already he's going to be like 30 or something like that right the other thing is, too, they can't play next to each other. You can't play Pascal um, and Moody. So, I mean, and, and Kaminga. So, you're sending Kaminga back to the bench again, right? Now, 
what is that going to do to him? How's he going to feel? Like, I don't believe all of this when he's like now, oh, you know, yeah, we talked and team first and blah, 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 blah. Sure. Sure. If one day I did not believe, if, if one day I say, I don't trust someone to manage my career, you think one conversation has completely eliminated those thoughts from my head and now we're all good and I believe and trust in you? Well, it's possible that just because Anything we hear possible. snippets. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? What, what I'm saying is we don't know everything that they discussed. We don't know. It doesn't matter they really what they discussed. Could have had, that doesn't matter listen, what they discussed. They, they, they could have had a. It doesn't matter. Karima, have you ever in your life had a manager who you didn't trust with managing your professional development? No. You've never had that. Okay. No. Well, I have had that and I've managed many of those kinds of situations as an employment lawyer. That belief is not going away based on no fucking conversation. It's not happening. And then you sit there and you watch a game like today where he didn't play you and Andrew Wiggins was not better than you yet again. Right? So he just, he wouldn't even willingly concede that he fucked up. Right. And probably didn't do it because Kaminga called him out. But Steph did. Right. Steph came out and said, no, he should have been playing. And you came back today and you just did it a week later. Why is Kaminga going to trust this man? He just did it a week later. <laughs> no, Kaminga got in this game the last time. He didn't even get in at all. Oh, I'm sorry. He got in at the last minute when there was no chance of anything happening. Yeah, but let's let's bring it back to the the trading situation. I understand. I I just don't think that they are going to give up Kaminga just to get Pascal. I just don't see that happening. They especially will up, they will give up Kaminga for Pascal if. Pascal tells them that he's he going to sign. Stay. But my point is, my that's not my point. They they were are willing to do that. What I'm saying is, Kaminga is showing so much promise. That's what I'm saying. I just I don't think that he is going to be in the mix. I don't see Lakeup saying, okay. Put him well, in the pot. by the way, he's not the player I have in the trade anyway. I think there's a path to yeah. getting Pascal without Kaminga. But the, but my simple point is that if that happens and Kaminga's on the relegated team, to the bench, the two of them cannot play together. So you have a situation again where he goes to the bench. He's mm -hmm. not going to remain happy. Like he's not going to remain happy. That's what I'm saying. All this, let me tell you something. His little clutch people tell him, okay, you have the conversation with Kerr. Mm -hmm. These are the things to say. These are the things to say publicly. There, that boy does not trust Steve Kerr, okay? Does not. That man. Let me not call him a boy. So you have that still there, right? Okay. We still have that. Okay. Then... Will there be an Andrew Wiggins trade? Won't they? We don't know. I'm of the position that they shouldn't even be trying to trade Andrew right now. But the point is... Because no, no team would actually 
want him. Well, apparently there is some interest for him. Supposedly the Hawks are interested. The Cavs, um, I saw. Right. The Pacers, so. But what they're interested in, what they're willing to give up, I don't, I don't really know. But it depends, you know, like. I don't know what, like to me, because DeJounte Murray's contract is more than Andrew Wiggins. So I don't think they're trying to give up Andrew Wiggins to take back on more. No, no. You know what I mean? So like to me, the Jarrett Allen one feels a little bit more, and I was still a little skeptical, like why would the Cavs give up Jarrett Allen? Because again, same thing. It's like right now with Evan Mobley down at like injured, mm-hmm. he's been playing really well, right? Yeah. So, but like his numbers, since he has signed his contract, his numbers are down for the past two seasons overall. Like, and that's largely because like they've leaned into Evan and so they're not utilizing yeah. him as much, right? And so that's sort of the the thinking as to why they want to trade him so they can just like, folk, you know, prioritize yeah. Mobley. And, like, they could get some wing depth with with Andrew, right? Right. I don't know if they are saying that, but I think that's why people think the Warriors could trade. And the the, the contracts are somewhat comparable, right? Andrew makes a little bit more, but they're comparable. So it would be a little less than what the Warriors have right now, but it would still be taking back salary. But Jared Allen could provide a lot of... It's an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah right to the roster okay so that one now seems like okay it could be feasible you know um maybe and maybe that's the only one they end up doing I don't know mm-hmm. but then you still have the issue with Moody right because even if you trade Wiggins you still have a log jam and if you trade Wiggins, then you have to be comfortable. Like, I mean, I guess it's going to be Garrett. Who's going to be at the point of attack? Who's it going to be? Do you trust? Yeah. Do you trust Kaminga to do that? Probably not yet. But probably not yet. There are some. That's where, that's there are where some he... cons to losing Andrew. I do think there's more upside with getting a Jared Allen, but there are some some cons to losing Andrew. So it's just, um, but my larger point is that if those other players remain, it's still going to leave the issue of the log jam and players being displeased, right? Because mm-hmm. we didn't hear that there was some conversation between Moody and Kerr. We only heard that about Kaminga, Kaminga, right? But we know that his reps, did reach out as well yeah right and the the only thing he said about it was like no one's ever satisfied with their playing time mm-hmm. so but we didn't hear that there, there there was this kumbaya jesus moment between him and moody right so i would have to say that moody's probably still you know dissatisfied and he had the chance obviously now to like maybe force himself into the rotation he got hurt so, which is really unfortunate. So I just don't see, I also, the other reason why I'm like the Warriors aren't going to do anything is because I find it hard to believe when a team has this kind of turmoil on it 
and these issues and these things like in the background, I feel like it affects team unity. I feel like it affects, you know, things. And so when you say, hold on, hold on. When you say that you don't think they're going to do anything, are you speaking about, you don't think they're going to get to the playoffs or I don't think that they're going to win it all this year. And I would love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. Right. Cause I'm never making the playoffs. I'm never rooting against the Warriors. I think the Warriors can make the playoffs, but I think they have to start winning soon. Um, you know, I don't think they can just be around 500 and I don't mm-hmm. think that they want to be in a play-in situation. They may ultimately be in a play-in situation, but, um, you know, they've already lost one playing game before. Right. No, I, I don't think that they're, they're shooting to be in. Right. I know, know they're not, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the, winning, the winning has to start coming soon. The trade line is still just under a month away. It's not around the yeah. corner, yeah. right? And the thing is, like, like a Siakam trade, that's not going to happen till right at the deadline because, oh, yeah, no, like if the others, the others might be able to happen potentially, but Siakam's not because um, Masai is going to try, yeah, his best to get the best deal that he can. Right. Exactly. And he's not going to know that to like the final hour. I personally think it's notable that you've already heard the Kings are out because Mm -hmm. Pascal basically said he wouldn't sign there. But you haven't heard that about the Warriors. You haven't heard that about the Mavericks, right? Who are like a couple other teams in there. I don't think that's an accident. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that. I do think there's a very strong chance that if the Warriors get Pascal, that he's going to stay and resign. And the other thing is to, um, I feel like you, I, I, there is a part of me that feels like you don't do all these trades right now because you want to like wait to see what becomes available in the off season. But you know that you don't have cap. You know that your ability to get players are still limited. So to me, if you have a shot at a chance, like at a player like Pascal, to me, you do go for it. Because, you know, if 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 he ends up walking, he ends up walking. Meaning, like, if you don't want the salary and you, you don't want to move what you have to do to pay him, then fine, you let him walk. And I'm okay with that if the only thing you're giving up is, Moses Moody and a pick, you know, I don't really consider Chris Paul to be, you know, so I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with that mostly because y'all don't play Moody, not because I don't think Moody is um, a good player, but if you're not going to be playing him anyway, you know what I'm saying? To me, that's a win, but it's also like a chance to like get a player on your team, sell him on it for the remaining half of the year. And if they do make a little run, if they do good, if they make a push and they look legitimate, right? Because that's what it's about. Like, mm-hmm. it's one thing to be like, you don't want to take on salary, you don't want to do this. But if you bring in Pascal and the Warriors get like to the Western Conference Finals, you know, or let's say they even get to the finals, God forbid, and they fall short, right? But if they make a deep run or they're looking really good, it's a little bit harder than to be like, nah, we don't want to pay you. Let's let you, right? And then if you built on something good and you're liking it, 
Pascal, are you really going to just be like, nah, I want to leave and just go here, right? So it changes things. You get a chance like to audition him basically, right? And mm -hmm. I do think that gives you an advantage. So you're not going to, you're not going to be able to be one of the teams that just talk to him in free agency because you don't have the cap to sign him. So I do think a player of his caliber, I do think you try to go after. So that's where I land on that. But I just don't think um, they can overcome all the things right now that ail them to turn it around and win it all. So that's when I say like, they're not going anywhere. Cause for, for us, for Warriors, it's always championship or bust. Like, you're, like mm -hmm. you know, you either win it or you don't, you know? So, but I'm gonna always be rooting for them and I want them to make it and I want them to get there. Um, and I'm going to still be annoyed with every loss, but I'm just saying, I just, it feels like a lot to overcome. Just like last season was a lot to overcome for different reasons, but it was a lot. I'm just like, I don't know, Jordan, this, that, that, mm -hmm. that, you know, it, it, it was just too many obstacles. Yeah. And we made it <laughs> the second round. <laughs> but, but I think, but this team now, I just feel like there's, I still think we find a way and to do what though? Find a way to do what? What is it that you're saying? Find get, a way to get into the playoffs. I still think that Yeah, but I haven't written them off in the playoffs. Yeah, but I still think that we could do some things. So I'm I'm not throwing out all of the water at this point. And we can look uh Draymond coming back soon because we've got a tough schedule coming up with some, you know some decent teams that I'm, I'm really curious to see how Draymond is going to be and how we're going to play with him being back. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the Warriors want to run. I think all oh, that's true, but yeah. I like, I only think about the Warriors in terms of winning it all or not. I don't give a shit if they make the playoffs and get to the second round. Like I'll be into it and cheering, but like, mm -hmm. if you're not winning it all, then to me, it's like, eh, you know, but I'm thinking of like, what are the benefits to all these things? I'm already looking towards next year. I'm not like this year to me is like, all right, you go, you make a push, you get Pascal this year, gives you a chance. And maybe, maybe they become the first team to like pull it off and do a trade like that and go all the way. And it's this great story. But to me, it's more about like the next year or two. And for me, I'm actually focused on the now and I'm looking forward to seeing how they pull it together when with them incorporating Draymond and let's see how we do in these next few games. Let's see, you know, does it all start to click and we do make this push to where it's like, all right. This is what we've been looking for. And then we've got Gary coming back, hopefully. So, you know, all of these extra layers and- yeah, I mean, uh, like, that's fine, that's all good. I mean, I'm looking forward to that too, but it doesn't- No, change. no, you're not. You're already looking forward to next season. <laughs> I am because it's like, to me, when you do a trade this season, it doesn't mean that it's just for this season, you know? Okay. So- you, you are thinking about the seasons ahead if you're going to bring in a certain player you want to know right, that which is that why, I, right, which is why i think you should go after him and why i don't 
I'm not a big believer in the DeJounte Murray or Zach Levine. I just, to me, well, those Zach, Zach Levine, I, I just don't, that, I think that that should just, I don't really even be in the mix at all. I don't know why people are interested in him. He's another guard. He's, um, and then like, who, who, how are we getting him? It's Andrew Wiggins. That's what people are thinking. So you trade Andrew Wiggins for him. Um, I think it's Chris Paul. Like, get him out of here. Right. But you need Chris Paul for Siakam. That's the thing. Like, it, like, like, there, a team that's going to take, I think it's a, I think it's a one or the other type. Right. Like, I don't, I don't think, what I'm saying is, I don't think, you have to think about the teams who are involved. So I don't believe that Atlanta is trying to get rid of DeJounte Murray because they want to just like get a contract off, right? They want something back in return. So that's what I'm saying. So I don't think Chris Paul works there because he's expiring and he doesn't mm -hmm. do anything for them. So I don't think Chris Paul's the player for that trade because I don't, that doesn't meet their needs. It meets Toronto's needs because they don't want Chris Paul. That's what I'm saying. So mm -hmm. that's why I'm just like the player for them has to be Andrew Wiggins because they don't want Chris Paul. They want to get back like assets. And Andrew, and it, yeah. Right. And if it's not <laughs> Andrew, then it's going to have to be what multiple young guys and the Warriors aren't giving that up for DeJounte Murray. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like you give up wigs for DeJounte Murray. So what? He's going to now be in the starting lineup. I, I just... I don't see that. Like, if you told me, but he has to be, you're not going to trade for DeJounte Murray and then be like, oh, you're coming off the bench. That's not going to happen. That's why I don't see the fit. You know, I, I know I missed just another day and I haven't had a chance to go back and listen, but I'm curious to know why he thinks it works. Um, but I don't see his fit on the team. I really don't. Like, to me, he's oh, like well, a more improved, like Jordan Poole, right? Well, but Jordan Poole, you can say Jordan Poole comes off your bench because one, you mm -hmm. weren't paying him that kind of money yet. And two, you he was drafted and that's where he right, is. Right, right, right. You can't take DeJounte Murray making the money he does and be like, oh, you're coming off the bench. We're it's doing not... it with Andrew. No, I'm just kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> right. But even Andrew, that didn't happen to him right away, right? He started. So I just don't see it. I really don't. Well, so, I, like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing. But you what said kind you magic. would prefer him over Siakam. I, so yeah, I would. I don't know I why. Would. Well, because I like the fact that to me, he just seems more of a, he can handle the ball a bit better. Siakam is, to me, I think is also older as well. And I just don't, his game doesn't really speak to me, actually. <laughs> that I'm just like, ah, ah, okay, I guess we throw him in there. Bad. Well, I think a little better. I think he, it's just more kind of like, hey, he can handle the ball. He can get to the rim. He can finish. I just, I just find his game a bit more appealing to go with us. See, Yakum, listen, fine. He can be in there and play that defense and help Draymond or whatever, but I'm I'm not like super, super like invested in we gotta yeah, get I feel Siakam. like a lot of Warriors fans are underselling Siakam. First of all, 
he can't handle the ball. No, he's not like a point guard, but that's the point. DeJounte Murray is a guard. Why the fuck do we need another fucking guard for the starting lineup? So like, to me, that makes zero sense. Um, And then on top of it, um, he does not always commit to defense. He's a player Mm -hmm. that has the ability to play defense, but doesn't always play defense. So now you're talking about someone else like, do you have to build him up and get him to buy in and like all this <laughs> bullshit, you know? Whereas like P- Siakam's a defensive player. He's going to play defense. Mm-hmm. He comes playing defense. And um, he can self-create. He can create for himself, right? He can get to the rim. Mm-hmm. He has to be guarded. So you have a, you have a rim threat. He He's excellent in the mid-range. You know, people keep talking about his three-point shooting. I don't really care about it. You know why? Oh, no, yeah. Because, yeah. Because not... um, I don't mind a player who's just going to, like, get to the mid-range. Because that's what I expected that little – that's what I expected Chris Paul. Little Chris. Right, little Chris. Yeah, and he's been playing. He's been playing himself, right? So, but what I will say is, like, anybody else who comes and plays next to Splash Bros, their shooting in general tends to get better. So I have a feeling that Siakam's three-point percentage would go up if he's on the Warriors. But he's on the floor. Teams are going to guard him. They're going to guard him. He can get to the rim. He can play defense. Um, And he can finish. He's another – he can finish, and he can also create um, two-way – I just – to me, um, it's really clear that he fits. Um, and same thing with Jared Allen, because like now you have a mobile big that can start and you have a mobile big in your second Coming out the bench, yeah. Right? And like, that's really like lethal. I'm and, all for Jared. Like, and that Jared can't choice. self-create, but, but that's why like, if I had to choose between going for, I mean, the difference too is also like, Obviously, Jared Allen, you have his contract locked up. But Jared Allen can also pass better, you know, than people kind of, like, acknowledge. Mm -hmm. So there's pros and cons to both. But I definitely think Siakam fits on the team much better than I think DeJounte Murray fits on the team. Um, And I feel like the DeJounte Murray thing is more like, well, it could work, and it's an upgrade, and he's available now. I don't think that's the reason you trade. And he don't want to be in Atlanta anymore. No. <laughs> right. Like I just I just don't think that that's the reason to trade um for for him. Um I mean if the money ain't working, the money ain't working. So I mean I think you could get the money to work, but I'm just like we I think the players just still have to make sense. And he doesn't really make sense to me. I feel like it's one of those things where it's just like, well. And he's 27. I just looked. He's 27. So, yeah. A 6'10 wingspan. But yeah. Malcolm's wingspan is? Probably seven something, right? Well, he's 6'9, right? Siakam is like 6'9 or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, for me, I'm waiting to see. He's, he's I would only like Dejounte. I'd only like him if he was coming off the bench, and I know he won't be coming off the bench. So, 
And I also don't know if his contract is going to age well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what Dunleavy cooks up. Let's see. DeJounte Mari. Let's check out his contract real quick. So he becomes unrestricted next offseason. He got four years, 120 million. 120. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. Do you really want to play DeJounte Murray 30 million? No, no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm off that train. I'm off that train now. <laughs> you okay. changed your mind now? I've changed it. I didn't look at it. And now that I see it, I'm like, yeah, you know what? We'll pass. We'll pass. Karima, <laughs> expect a little bit more resistance here. No, not after I saw that number. I'm like, no, I, I didn't think that his contract was that high, but it's high. Yeah. So that was fun. That was a fun exercise. Look at that. Me envisioning DeJounte Murray on the squad. Look. And just like that. Gone. All right. Gone. So up next, the Warriors have Memphis, Utah, which we sort of mentioned already. Mm-hmm. And then they have, so they have two more away games for the month. And then homestand will close it out. Can they have a winning and good homestand? Okay. Listen. Oh, during that homestead, they have it. Dallas, Atlanta, Kings, Lakers, Lakers, and Suns. We Lakers have, have not been good. They have not. Sacramento has been struggling. Atlanta, oh, we know, is going through it. Yeah. So and feel- that, look, all of these teams have been on the struggle bus, yet, again, you know when they come into Chase Center. Yeah, and I said Phoenix, but I meant Philly. I oh, feel okay. like I feel like in fun. these five stands, at a minimum, they got to go three and two, but they really need to go four and one. They owe Dallas for that last. They really game. need to go five and zero. Oh. Look, they really need to go five right. and zero. Oh. But the Sixers, <laughs> will, the Sixers will be hard. Yeah, and I don't know if they would have traded by them. And I don't know if Embiid will be back because he's been in and out, kind yeah, of. That's you true. know, but I know they're on watch of how many games he's missing so that he could still be considered for, for any of the, right. And any of those awards. awards. Exactly. But he's missed a lot of games. So I don't know if he's going to he make has. that threshold. Well, I think he's at 17, I think. Did they say he was at 17 or something like that? Either way, he's close. So I'm sure he'll probably be playing against us absolutely he loves chase center (laughs) sack will be the hardest because it's the second night of a back-to-back but like i said but but they'll be mad too because they've been struggling and anytime they're gonna go up against big brother they're going to bring it and they're gonna know that we're on a back-to-back and so they're already ready yeah, Mike Brown just knows how to coach his team versus mm-hmm. the Warriors. So um, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But in total, they have seven games left for the month. 
and we just take it game by game. So next up is Memphis. On Monday, we get this win. I don't care who Memphis is playing, who they're not playing. We've got to go in there thinking they're playing their full squad and just going with that mindset of we're winning the game. That's it. And Draymond will probably be back. Like, he's been ramping up enough. And he wasn't injured. So I'm kind of like, get out there. Damn, Dolphins can score more than one touchdown? Not the Dolphins who did 70 on the Broncos' head. I knew the Dolphins. (laughs) Once they they gave up their, their, their home field advantage to the Bills, it was a wrap. And then you're going into the cold. That team don't know how to play in the cold. <laughs> I mean, I, I they had no chance of going anywhere for real to me anyway, but it was just, yeah, I'm sorry. But yeah, no, I mean, they said, curse said um, Dre is likely going to be back for either Memphis or Utah. So, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Will he come off the bench or will he start? I don't know. I mean, I don't really see a reason to bring Dre off the bench. Um, Cause, it, Cause it's not injury. So it's not like, you know, right. no, I think, he, I think he starts. I think he totally starts. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't see it. They need him to play like to start. Yeah. So, um, I don't see the point in doing it, but I don't see the point in a lot of things Steve Kerr does. So who knows? Um, don't make those faces at me. <laughs> hey, Draymond was animated on the bench today. He was very vocal. And so he's ready to get back out there. So we need him to play well. Okay. And am I supposed to praise him for that? No, but I just think that you should be like, yeah, I, we need him to play well. <laughs> I mean, I don't want him to play badly, but like, I don't care that he's all. So. You should have been hey, there the is, whole time doing that suited yes. up. Is is Moody on this road trip? No. I feel like I didn't see him on the okay. No, All no, right. he didn't travel with the team. Okay. Rehabbing, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Really sucks for Moody. It does. It does. Poor thing. All right. Well, I think that's all we got, people. Thank you for tuning in with me and Karima. Karima, thanks. Did you enjoy that? Just me and you? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> sure? I like the way you said that. Yeah. Yeah. No, because we because we don't agree on everything. So no, I, I like the banter, the back and forth. <laughs> do we agree on anything? <laughs> yes, we do. Look, let me think. Uh no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we love the dubs. <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> all right well y'all we appreciate you tuning in um seven games left all right i won't throw out any predictions for the schedule but um it needs to be a winning record several games over 500 so um they need to go for it um but we'll be back we'll be back after memphis Okay. Monday night. So sorry. 
<laughs> and this is one of our earlier uh, recordings. <laughs> I apologize, y'all. Listen, make sure you are following Golden Spaces Pod or at Golden Spaces Pod, rather, on Instagram and X, formerly known as Twitter. Make sure you are subscribed to 95.7 The Game's YouTube channel. That's where you'll find new episodes of Golden Spaces Pod, and you'll be alerted when we drop them. So make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a happy review, a nice review, a review with constructive criticism, but leave us a review. We appreciate them, um, but we appreciate the, the, the good ones a lot. Um, also, give us a five-star rating. We only accept five stars and nothing else. Um, tell a friend, share it with family, let people know the podcast you're tuned into. We appreciate the support and for you spreading the word until next time. Take care guys. Bye.